Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We're in search of Bill Armstrong, the Arizona Coyotes general He's manager. Got to do some heavy scouting against the Blues, you know. Former Tough Blues matchup. assistant GM. Excited to have him on the show today, Alex. Before we get to him, let's talk a little bit about the Blues because Jeremy Rutherford just tweeted out a quote from Craig Berube on Tory Krug and the power play in general. I found it to be interesting. Uh, he said, in terms of what we need to see from Krug on the power play, it's about puck movement more than it is anything else. You got to see the next play quickly. You have to move the puck quickly. One second makes a difference. Whether you got a shot off or the play is made that quickly. The other thing is we want him to shoot a little more from the top, create more opportunities from the top. He's got a good shot, so use it. If you go back and look at the past, he's done a good job of getting shots off from the top. Not overthink it. When you have a lane, you got to use it. It's all about quick decision making. They talked about this with Nick Letty when he came over. That was one of the reasons why they didn't have him on the power play was because he didn't make quick decisions. Hopefully he can get back to that sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's fast It's fast decisions. It's fast puck movement. It's moving your feet on the power play. And right, right now, it's just putting shots on net. I mean, it's not looking for the sexy pass to get the one-time shot that's the empty net. It's making sure you're just putting pucks on net because that's how you got you to gotta slump bust this power play somehow. Team that's putting a lot of pucks on net right now is the Air. Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes general manager is Bill Armstrong. He joins us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Bill, we appreciate the time. Thanks as always for jumping on with us today. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing really well. So when you're in town, Bill, for a game in St. Louis, a place that you spent so many years, is there anything that you feel like you got to make sure that you go hit like a restaurant that's close to the arena? Anything in particular that you got to make sure you do when you're in St. Louis? Well, the, the one ma- major thing that you have to do in St. Louis is take two points out of here. That's a major thing. <laughs> Proper that's, answer, that's Bill. Pretty much the only thing that that, that I have to do when I'm in St. Louis. You know, I, I, I you know, listen. If there's a ball game, I, I, I absolutely love the cards, and that's that. But normally that doesn't happen. But when we, we used to come in for training camp. We'd go to all their in the summer and development camp, as many baseball games as we could. and just love the cards and what an amazing stadium and a great feel when you go to a game. Yeah, Bill, and as you know, in St. Louis, you know, the weather's all over the place. So you just missed it yesterday. It was like summer here, and now yep. you're back, and now we're hitting winter time. So perfect time to get into St. Louis. Yeah, we came off the plane yesterday, and the humidity hit us. I was like, what the heck is going on? Bro? You looked at the pilot and said, are you sure you took us to St. Louis, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was like. What the heck? Is, yeah, it's weird. It's a little Indian summer. Well, Bill, we always love getting the chance to talk with you, of course. Blues fans that are listening know you had your hands in the Blues organization for some time in the drafting and developing, and now with this Arizona Coyotes team making them a competitive team right now in the Central Division. Uh, let's just start with, with two guys that I know you were instrumental in drafting with the Blues, and Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas. We've talked with you about these guys over the years, but are you starting to see from them what you saw when you drafted them? Oh, absolutely. Uh, both guys are tremendous players. You know, it takes a while to be a really elite player um, at the NHL level. Um, 
And, you know, you know it seems like they've been around for a few years and they've been in the NHL. Now they're getting to their peak of, of, of you know, of their, of their career. And, and you can see it in the way that they play now. And they're just two tremendous uh, hockey players. I just cringe when they get the puck when, they, when we play against them. I just get nervous, you know. <laughs> Bill, not, not even necessarily talking specifically about them, but in your position, when you see young players, what do you look for? when you know, okay, this guy, he's about to reach what we were looking for. Is there a skill? Is there something that happens mentally? What do you look for to know, okay, this guy's about to turn the corner and really hit his stride as a player? Well, the main thing is you can always see the, the talent come out, whether we, you know, it's Cage Thompson or Pareko or, or Thomas or Cairo. It's just consistency, being able to do it at a high level every night in the National Hockey League. It's consistency. And right when they get to that 24, 25, uh, you know, kind of age bracket, they, they, they kind of seem to find it a little bit more. And that's a hard thing to do with the National Hockey League. It's the best league in the world. And um, it's really hard to find that consistency of being a great player every night in the league. Uh, but you can see both them, Kyra and Thomas, are, are finding that more and more every night. And, and that, that has to do to their age and, and just maturing in the league. Is there a certain time frame or stretch, Bill, where you see it consistently and you say, okay, I think we've got something here because, you know, fans think, oh, well, if you see it for five games, you think you're on to something. But I would imagine a front office is looking for something a little bit more longevity-wise. Yeah, I mean, you, you, every night, you know, you, you want to push your, your, your young kids about consistency all the time. And they, they drive the bus. They're the two best players on the Blues. And they've got to play well every night for the Blues to give a chance to win. And, and so you've really got to push them uh, to, to work on that consistency and play at that high level every single night. Uh, because when they do, it's a difference maker. And, uh, and they've also got to come to terms with that as a young player, too, um, that, that they, they're directly responsible for having massive impact whether we win or lose every night. We're talking to Bill Armstrong, the Arizona Coyotes general manager, former Blues assistant GM, now taking his talents down to Arizona. Uh, Bill, I I did want to ask you as a general manager, whether it's your team or you're looking around the league and you're trying to get a gauge for where where different organizations are at. At what point do you feel like you have a good understanding of what you have with your team? Uh, well, Doug actually gave me some great advice when I was coming in as GM. He just said, listen, you're going to sit there for one year. Don't do anything. <laughs> watch, watch, watch your team as close as you can. Go to every single practice, every single game. Know your team inside and out, and then make the, the, the right moves uh, with the club. I, and I took that to heart. Um, you know, I, I went and observed as much as I could and, and got to know our team before we made moves. And, you know, I loved your comments in the offseason, Bill, because you talked about, you know, the narrative around the Arizona Coyotes was, oh, well, they're in a rebuild and they're stockpiling all these draft picks. But you talked about, hey, it's time to start winning as an Arizona Coyotes organization. And you put a lot of effort into that over the offseason. As a general manager, is there a certain point or are there certain things that you look for that you say to your staff, hey, it's time to stop focusing on not so much the future, but it's time to start focusing on going for it and winning now? Well, I think what we wanted to make sure was do we have enough pieces to carry the club? You know, is there enough talent there that can help us be a really, really good team, you know, in the majority of nights? And, and, we, and, we, and we kind of looked at Clayton Keller and the Schmoltzes of the world and who we could acquire in the summer. And we said, listen, I think we can be a, a competitive club. I don't think we're a playoff club just yet. But what we can be is a competitive club that pushes to play meaningful games down the stretch. 
And at the same time, you know, we've got a whole bunch of uh, draft picks stockpiled and we've got a lot of prospects coming. So that buys us some time to, to now start to bring in our, some of our elite prospects over the next few years and kind of grow the team into where, you know, a team that has identity, uh, a team that we think we can win with down the stretch. Uh, but we want to be a more competitive club. We want to be a club that's in every single game and, and be very competitive when we play the big the big clubs in the National Hockey League. And we've done that so far, and that's a great challenge for our organization and our coaching staff. Bill, do you feel like the Blues and the Coyotes are kind of in, in a similar time frame in terms of pushing to start competing again? I, I absolutely do. We're we're very similar um, as a club. We're very even with with the Blues, so it's going to be a great battle tonight to see kind of who prevails. Uh, I know Clayton Keller loves to come home and play against the Blues. We don't. So we're banking on that. We don't like that at all, Bill. Not not yeah. one bit. It hasn't gone well since at all. It hasn't gone well since the pandemic with that guy against the Blues, Bill. Yeah, yeah, he really likes to come home, and I'm just so happy he does. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him. We don't need Schmaltz. You can take all those guys back to Arizona with you. Go ahead and make them inactive tonight. I hope them they have the greatest seasons possible the rest of the way, just not against the Blues. Bill, when you look at this Central Division and you think about, I mean, Colorado and Dallas, everybody kind of knew those teams were going to be up yeah. at or near the top of this division. Everybody else is right there when it comes to the points percentage. Is this going to be a division that that you feel like it's going to be that way the rest of the season? Oh, I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think, like you said, there's two elite teams in in our division. The rest, everybody's in that pool, and everybody's going to battle it out to see who gets in. So you never know know, if you can avoid some injuries and stay stay in the fight. Um, you know, and, and, you know, play well down the stretch, you get a chance to get in. So I think it's wide open. Bill, final question that I've got for you, and we always appreciate you hopping on with us on a day like this where your team's in St. Louis to take on the Blues. When I talk with somebody in your position early in a season, I always like to ask if you've seen anything trend-wise that has stood out to you, and it, it can be in any way, but is there anything that has stuck out to you so far this year, goal-scoring-wise, uh, trends in terms of schematics? Like, what what has caught your attention, Bill, when you look around the league early on this year? Well, I, I think people, the biggest trend that's happened in the National Hockey League, and you know, if you go back to the Ken Hitchcock days, that when he was here, Ken, Ken was a masterful coach, especially at defense and getting the club to, to work hard, and he always called it the 200-foot game. And I think the game's changed in the sense that uh, how hard teams work on to create offense. Um, it's, it's the newest thing. It's the newest trend in the National Hockey League, and that's why you see the reason the goals are going way up in the game of hockey is because teams are working just as hard to understand how to play good defense is, is, is to work on the offense. It's not just your first two lines that they're expecting it from. They're expecting it from your third and fourth line, and teams are studying it. They're doing analytics on it, and everybody's trying to increase their skills so they can score more. Bill, always great to catch up with you, sir. Thank you so much for taking some time. I know you got a busy schedule in the middle of the season uh, for joining us here in St. Louis, and uh, we look forward to the matchup tonight, and hopefully you're going home a little bit more disappointed. No, listen, I, I, I can't vouch that we're going to go home disappointed. I hope it's the opposite of that, but I do thank you guys very much for having me on the show. Uh, it, it's been a pleasure, and uh, and hopefully we catch up down the down the road. Awesome, Bill, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys.